Welcome into the Rise with Ryan podcast, where we always rise with a why. I'm your host, Ryan Borowski, here to help you raise the bar for your day, and this is episode number 120, and today we are putting a pause on the Tony Robbins limiting belief episodes that we've had going on, and here's the reason why. On Instagram a few days ago, I asked for you all to share some challenges that you're going through, some obstacles that you have in front of you, and some things that you're struggling with. We all go through things, and what I wanna do is make sure that when you tune into this podcast, every single morning that the content that you're getting is so relevant to you that you can plug it right into your life immediately after you turn it off. And I need to do a better job listening to you all. And that was the first glimpse into this of making sure that the content is as relevant as possible. So I got a ton of responses. Thank you all for sending those over. And that's why we're pausing that other Tony Robbins series because we wanna make sure that we're addressing what you need today. So I'll be spending the next few days going through these And then we'll get back into the limiting belief episodes we just went through. Here's the first one that I'm going to address today. And I love this one. I love them all, but I really like this one because I think it spans for everybody across the board. How do I balance a marriage, family, school, work, and friendships? What a, that's the million dollar question. There have been books written on this. There are seminars on this. There's videos on this. Everybody's searching for the magic bullet. And I think for our group in particular, and by group I mean listeners, you all are high achievers. So it's likely that you probably wanna go all in on everything that you're doing. Well, if that's the case, how do you go all in on all aspects of your life? We only have 24 hours in a day. Uh, we can. We only have so much energy, right? We, we are human. We need to sleep at some point. Um, and we can only give so much attention to certain things, so much focus to certain things. So this is such a good question. How do I balance a marriage, family, school, work, and friendships? Let me start off by saying this. I don't know all the answers in this category. In fact, I don't know a lot of the answers to what we talk about on this podcast, but what I do know, I'm, I'm young, right? That's the elephant in the room. How can Ryan tell me everything when he hasn't lived out so much of his life? And I get that. I completely understand. I have a ton of experiences I need to go through, but here's what I do know. I do know that I can find people. I can find sources. I can find articles of people who have done this well and learn from them and then use my experiences to also combine it with that knowledge and try to shorten the learning curve for myself, but also for you all. And I bring that up today because today I'm looking at the book, The One Thing. And the strategies that I'm sharing with you, although some of them are what I've been practicing, a lot of them are coming from the CEO of Keller Williams, Gary, uh, Gary Keller. And Gary wrote a book called The One Thing. Now, realtors have a busy lifestyle. If you've ever done some showings, Ashley and I have done some, and they're on weekends a lot of times, That means that weekends are family time a lot of times for most people. It's sporting events, it's church, it's whatever it is. So when you look at the book, The One Thing, you'll notice that it's written for those realtors because it's tough to balance all of that. So that's the credible source this is coming from today. I'm just gonna add in my two cents on it. I would recommend buying the book. It's a really good read and some of the strategies we'll talk through today are directly from that. So I wanna start with a couple scenarios that I think you could probably relate to. Have you ever been in a moment where you know you have to be somewhere? Physically, you have to be somewhere, but mentally, you're not there. And this, I'm guilty of this. Sometimes this happens when I'm supposed to be spending time with family or with Ashley. My body is physically in that location, right? You'd see Ryan is sitting there, but my mind is elsewhere. My mind is on the email from work. My mind is on the voicemail that I didn't get to. My mind is on what I need to do tomorrow. And... It's tough. It's being present, but not being present. 
And this could happen with a spouse, it could happen with friends, it could happen with your kids, it could happen in any area, it could happen in work. You could be sitting at work wondering how your child is doing at school. This is something we all struggle with. Now here's the other part of this. So that's being present but not being present. It's kind of what I would say is checking the box. I know I need to be here, this is what I should be doing, uh, but because it's just a should and it's not a must at this point, I'm gonna let my mind wander. That time is wasted. That does not count as being present. That does not count as filling up one of your buckets. So if you're at this point where you've ever felt like a certain area of your life has been underserved, whether it's your kids, whether it's your spouse, your work, your relationships, your school, listen in on this because this is so important. Now, if we know that present but not being present is not an issue, that's kind of finding that balance, that middle ground, uh, then what's the other option? An extreme, right? And we've all been in times of our life where we are so, we put the blinders on and we know that for a fact, this is what we're going to do. I've done this so many times that this is the only thing to ma that matters to me. But here's where that gets dangerous. And actually in the book, The One Thing, they share a couple stories about that. There's a story about uh, a realtor who worked his butt off and his whole entire premise was, I'm going to keep my head down, work as hard as possible, and then when I make enough money, then I'm gonna lift my head up and I'm gonna spend time with my kids. And Gary does a good job of calling out, listen, you can do that and say your kids are teenagers. There's a difference between being at your uh, child's birthday as a child or being at a birthday party as a teenager. There's a difference between missing a youth soccer game versus a high school soccer game. Whatever the example is you want to throw in there, what he's saying is you can't get that time back. So being extreme is not a great strategy either, especially for long periods of time. So now you're probably wondering, well, what the heck do I do? If I know that balance and finding that middle ground, being present but not being present isn't an option, and I know that being fully extreme could be dangerous. Another example they share in the book is from, a, um, from, a, from somebody who was working so hard to build up their financial future, their 401k, save everything for retirement. They were so frugal that they would go through their whole life and say, when we retire, then we're gonna spend this money. Well, what happened is the spouse ended up dying of cancer and she never got to spend that money. Now, this is not just a one-time story. This happens across the board. That would go into the category of extreme. I'm not going to spend, I'm going to save, 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 and then at one point I'll earn the right to spend it. And the reality is you're missing out on a lot of life if you take that extreme stance there. So let's go back to some teaching moments here. Balance is a myth. What does that mean? It means that balance is, is in the middle. The way that I look at balance is it's that median. When you're in the middle, you're not being you're just being average. That's me sitting across from the table at dinner with Ashley, physically being there, but having my headspace somewhere else. That's ba I'm balancing. I'm balancing being here physically and I'm balancing whatever email I need to answer for work. That's the that's the balancing act. That is a myth. It's not going to work. Now, what we do know is work does get done in extremes, but I just talked about how the danger of extreme can come into your life, but think about this. If you don't focus 100% on something, you will be average at everything. In other words, if you try to accomplish everything, you'll end up accomplishing nothing. So at some point, we have to get extreme. And in fact, when we are extreme, if we do it for short periods of time and we're aware of it, 
We could give ourselves so much time back in our day. That's the difference between opening up a book and instead of just sitting there and studying and putting the phone in another room, it's reading a few pages, then going to check social media, then texting your spouse or then checking in on your kids. That's balance, that's doing everything at once. That now, that studying moment is going to take two hours or three hours when it could have taken 45 minutes of just concentrated, extreme studying. So that's where it happens in the extreme moments. We need to know that extreme is good, but we cannot be extreme for too long. That's when it'll get very dangerous. So not everything matters equally. We need to remember that. Before we talk about balancing and extremes and how that should work moving forward, we need to get this right. Not everything matters equally. There are certain things that move the needle for us more than other things. And that's where you need to spend your time. Now, your life has multiple areas and each require a minimum attention from you. And as I said earlier, don't go too long or too far without counterbalancing those, without weighing them out. So they're all active areas of your life. What I mean by that is when you focus so much on building wealth, you've done that for too long and too far that you've missed the family activities, right? That you missed the time with your spouse, that you missed the time with your kids that you miss the, uh, the family party, Wh- whatever it is, that, that you miss the gym time. We could talk about health here. You focus so much on that that you've, de- you've uh, denied your health for how long? That's extreme focus. Everybody write this down. Don't do that for too long or for too far. That's a big takeaway here. Now, here's another thing we need to remember. Balancing that, and I've already said it a few times, is not the answer either. Going to the gym but also sitting on your phone and reading an ebook is an option, but are you gonna get the best workout possible? You'll probably have to be on a treadmill or listening to something, so maybe that takes an extra two hours, whereas you could just get an intense 45-minute high-intensity workout and you're out of the gym. Do you see where these strategies all throughout your decisions in your day can bring back time, can buy you back time in your day, and that will, that will help. So focus is the key word. Focus in extreme and short bursts will help you so much. That's something that I do. I'm highly aware of where I spend my time. I think it's so important. And before I get into my personal strategies, I wanna share this quote. And if nothing has resonated with you to this point, if you're listening and you're saying, hey, this it helps a little bit, I kind of already knew this, I need more, Ryan, I need more, I think this is gonna be it for you. This is from James Patterson, and I remind myself of this regularly. He said, imagine life is a game in which you're juggling five balls. The balls are called work, family, health, friends, and integrity. And you're keeping them all in the air. We can picture that, right? When someone's juggling, the balls are all in the air. But you finally one day come to an understanding that work is a rubber ball. But family, health, friends, and integrity, all of those balls are made of glass. And if you drop one of those, they could be scuffed, they could be nicked, or in some cases, they can even be shattered. A little bit earlier, I said we need to remember that not everything matters equally. If you feel like everything matters equally, and that's how you treat everything, you're going to be present but not present. That's just gonna be your default mode. When you try to please everybody, that's what's going to happen. And it will cost you. It'll cost you being present with your spouse, with your kids, with your family. It'll cost your results at work because now you're not putting in all that effort that you could be to get better results or in school 
whatever it is. So not everything matters equally, but when you look at that quote, you could drop work, you could drop studying, it'll bounce back up. It's a rubber ball. But if you drop the relationship with the spouse, if you drop the relationship with the kids and you are keeping your head down and working so hard for the 20 years and you miss their childhood, that's a tough, that's, that, that'll shatter. And then you have to try to put those pieces back together. Now it can be done, but it's not easy. Here's some other things that I do when it comes to this. Uh, simple task or uh, tactics, strategies. When I'm spending time with family, I make that decision consciously, leave my phone in the other room. It's not an option at that point. I won't even look at it, I can't access it. I plan my day accordingly to get extreme short bursts during, uh, for periods of time for what I need to accomplish. I let Ashley know what's going on with my schedule so there's no miscommunication. And sometimes she can hold me accountable because I need that. Hey, let's go, it's time to get out. All right, perfect, take inventory. When I reset, my, when I reset every single morning, I take inventory on how I'm doing in these areas of my life. That's a huge part of it. That's a daily thing for me. Every single weekday, I will sit down and weeknight I'll sit down and plan out my day, but I'll also say, all right, how am I doing in these areas? What do I need to focus on more? How do I need, what, what do I need to get more extreme on? And then what do I need to maybe let off the gas on a little bit? Because here's the thing, there's seasons for everything. There's seasons, you may be in a season where your marriage is a huge priority and you, do, and you are so focused on that that sometimes the other things have to take a backseat and you're okay with that. But it's a season. Seasons end. We just ended summer and now we're into fall. The problem is when you don't have an end to that season and that season is 15, 20 years and your head is buried down on just achieving, you leave fulfillment behind. And that's the issue that a lot of people face. So there's seasons for everything. If you feel like you're underserving a certain area of your life and ask yourself, is this the right time to underserve that area? Maybe it's okay to focus a little bit more on studying because this is so important to your long-term success, but you know that it's only a season and after this, you're gonna rebalance. You're gonna calculate that again and get back into your counterbalance and then you're gonna feed the other buckets a little bit more while bringing everyone around you in that loop. There's no one key to this. If there was, then someone would be a multi-billionaire. I don't care if you are uh, in college and make no money and you're just trying to study or if you run the largest company in the world, this is something that everybody struggles with every single day. And I hope this was helpful. I hope you got one, I know we went all over the place here today, but I hope as you listen through, you got one thing out of this. And here's what I would really like for you to do because this is so near and dear to my heart and because I know it could help literally thousands of people out there, I would like for you to find someone in your contact list and send it to them, whether it's through email, whether it's through phone, and just send them this episode. Say, hey, thinking of you, encouraging them uh, during their time of success. Because how sad would it be for somebody to gain the world and then forget some of these other things that we talked about? To keep that rubber ball in the air for so long and then shatter everything else. And by the way, that happens quite a bit. Our ego is very easy, easily in the way of in blinding us of certain things that matter most. So send this to somebody. And then the other part is if you're listening on Apple Podcast, it would mean so much. We, we wanna blow this episode up, but we also wanna blow up the entire podcast even more than we already have. So go ahead on Apple uh, Podcast if you're listening, leave a five star, that would mean so much. Write a review, so that way we can continue to climb the charts and make sure we're impacting as many people as possible and helping everybody live life with passion live life with purpose. And the key word today is purpose. Doing things intentionally, managing your time intentionally, playing offense on that, and making sure that you look at all these buckets 
and you fill each one, but you do it in alignment with your short-term and your long-term goals. Rise up.